0: So what we watch anime, so what we play League, we're just having fun, we don't care who sees, so what we stay in, it don't bother me, living young pale. And Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode two hundred and eighty-eight for February twenty-eighth, two thousand twenty-one. My name is Nathan Reaton Spruth. Joining me this week we have Andrew Orowa McFane.
1: It's me. My
0: voice like almost cracked there. That was annoying. <laughs> uh, and I've, I, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reaton Spruth. So uh, let's just get started. Nobody else is here today. So where can we find you?
1: I go to Orowa dot website. Where you can get all the links to all the things, including the things to the guy that isn't here, exactly. And the me, uh, you can find me
0: Nathan Reed Spruth. I am everywhere at Reeton. You can find me at a a road dot website, but you can also find me on Twitter at Reiton, on Twitch at Reiton, on YouTube at Reiton, and the web the the podcast you're listening to is Reaton Podcast. On it used to be Google Podcast, but that doesn't exist anymore. Uh iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. You know, I think I realize why Google shut down their podcast thing. Oh, you think maybe the market's a little saturated? It might it might be a bit saturated right now. But uh yeah, and you can find me I technically have an account made on Glee Mesh, which we will we'll speak about later. I can't believe that's a fucking thing.
1: What games have you played this week? Uh, well, um, n- uh, not not a ton of uh, new stuff, uh, or or really like any anything new. I don't think. Um, besides Code Vein, um, did play some of Code Vein. Uh, do you want a Dark Souls game that's anime instead? There you go. Oh, so,
0: is that what it is? Okay. So yeah. that, that tells me not to play that game.
1: <laughs>
0: that tells me to uh, it avoid is, it.
1: It is probably um probably easier than other Souls like games that I've played. Uh it's not quite as easy as uh oh, I can't think of it, but it's a it's an indie game um that came out a while ago. Uh it, it's got a lot of got a lot of good character customization stuff. Got a lot of big old big old boobies. Um, got a lot of fan service. It's it's cool. I do like the the emphasis on um, kind of having these these different classes that you can kind of swap between. That's uh, kind of an interesting way of doing it and of differentiating itself outside of the the big old boobies yeah um also very much very very strong focus on co-op play uh you can technically play the game solo but even while you're solo you have a partner with you uh an ai partner and like there are multiple abilities that entirely rely on you having a partner that you can use them on um like you, you have a heal item like in every souls game but then you also, by default, have a sacrifice my health for my partner's health ability. Oh, I so. would never use that. I would. Uh, not. <laughs> with the AI partners, you sometimes have to. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, it's really good. I played the demo a long while back, and it's on Game Pass now. So uh, I figured since I enjoyed the demo, I will play it on the PC. And yeah, it's it's good. Also runs very, very well.
0: Good, that's good to hear. Uh, did you play anything else? I know you you played what WoW and Jackbox last night.
1: Yeah, yeah, I played the played the WoW, played Jackbox, played uh, mogus Um, you know, uh, I sometimes feel like I want to play Valheim, but then I'm like, I don't know. I have all these other games, and like Valheim's like, I don't know. It. it it's, yeah. <laughs> I have to be in the mood, I guess, is the thing. It's it's okay. Yeah.
0: It's I I think again, I'll probably play it with other people. I think that would be more fun than playing it alone. Yeah, uh, and like it was more fun, even though we weren't really doing much, but we were able to like go around and kill things easier, and uh, and and getting built up to that level, uh, is quicker when you have somebody else rather than just. Mm-hmm. Trying to go go alone and be like, okay, I need to go kill a thousand boar by myself. <laughs> uh, so that was that was fun when I played with you, but it, it's it's I don't like the art style, I don't like it, and the the building mechanics need to be a little bit better.
1: Hopefully, they'll yeah. refine that. Anton, oh, uh, the guy who makes um, hot dogs, horseshoes, hand grenades. Uh, he initially didn't like it. Um, and now he's like going off on Twitter like it's the Second Coming of fucking Minecraft Jesus. Like I I can't say I entirely understand that. Maybe it's just because I haven't put the time in. I don't know, but I, it doesn't I, it doesn't seem like it has that much depth to it. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and then
0: uh let's move on to me i'm going to talk about the games i played i played some more hades great game uh if you haven't played it yet uh do do it i don't i don't know why you haven't done it yet it's really good it's a really good game uh if you like roguelikes if you don't like roguelikes i guess it's probably not a good game but it is <laughs> it is a really good game and then i played kingdoms of matt uh re-reckoning the the re-release on steam and it was good, I beat it. I beat the game. that is my fifth game that I have beaten this year so far, so not too like, bad like, as in twenty twenty one yes in twenty twenty one I've beaten five games so far wow uh that's not that's not a lot. I think Parallax abstraction has beaten at at the time of this recording like twelve to fourteen games,
1: yeah, but doesn't he like he spends a lot of time playing games.
0: Well, it's also ending. So do you? It's true, but he plays a lot of indie games.
1: Oh yeah, so they're like four hours long, anyway.
0: Yeah, like they're you know they're like four or five, six hours, something like that. They... While I play, <laughs> I play like RPGs.
1: So yeah, uh, indie I games think... are like they're either four hours long, or they're one hour long, or they don't have an ending. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, So he, yeah, he's beaten a lot of games, or he's beaten a lot more games in general, and I've beaten a lot longer games. So, like, Kingdoms of Am- Amalur is like for 30 hours, something like that. Th- 30 to 40 hours. Um, And then I played a little bit of Brutal. I pu- played an hour of Brutal Legend. Never played that game before.
1: And then you got DMC8 off Twitch. <laughs>
0: Uh, not yet, but my friend, my friend Limera came into my chat and she's like, you never played Brutal Legend? And she bought it for me on Steam. So I was like, well, I have to, I have to play this, right? Yep. So uh, I played it for an hour. The la- So after I beat Kingdoms of Amalur, I'm really bad at timing because I play for three hours, Monday through Friday. But I'm really bad at timing when the end of games are. So like mm-hmm. I'll be like I got I got a at least 2 hours left and then like 45 minutes into the next stream I beat the game I'm like son of a bitch. <laughs> and so <laughs> I have to figure out what to do. So she bought me the game. I downloaded it and uh ended up playing it at that time. Uh, and then I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 14 uh, cuz I I I just wanted something to play that I don't really have to think about very much. You know, like, I, like I just wanted something that I could put in and be like, "I'm gonna group up with some people and I can go mining." And I so I played some Final Fantasy 14. Uh, they have flying mounts now. I did not know that. Uh,
1: so you can I didn't make know that they didn't have that.
0: Yeah, so you can make fat chocobos fly,
1: which is awesome. That's pretty cute.
0: Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, I I I mean, I know you guys are are playing WoW a lot, but honestly, I. I would recommend that your, your, how many people do you have? You have five that's or the, four? That's
1: the only reason that we haven't switched is that we have five.
0: Oh, right. And a lot of the raids are, or a lot of the dungeons yeah. are four people. They are, they
1: are all four people. Um,
0: Not, I've, okay. Th- so not all so there, of them.
1: There are, you can do like an alternate thing where it's like six or eight or something like that.
0: So, right? well, there are, al- there are many alternate ones. So like, there's the normal dungeons which you just run through for the storyline, and those are typically around four people. But then, like the other night, I had—I think there were eight people per group. It was either six or eight <sighs> people per group, and so—and this was for like a big, a big battle. But like, like a big dungeon. We're
1: never going we are never gonna be able to do like like high level shit if we have to pug constantly, you know?
0: Yeah, I know. I know. It's it it's weird that 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 4 is the limit, right? Um yeah. but the, but the coolest thing about it right now uh with Final Fantasy 14 is you get up to level 60 for free.
1: Yeah. Through yeah. the first like,
0: expansion pack.
1: I I have tried it a couple of times and I've I've heard from multiple people that the beginning is the worst part. Oh, it is. And that always throws me off um it
0: it is but that's the way with any mmo really yeah it is it's a slog like final fantasy 11 uh it's better now like right now with the with the changes they've made especially since being in maintenance mode like they made it a lot easier to level up like i think they doubled the experience points that you get and then they doubled it again just so you could get higher level quicker (laughs) <laughs> but um, they also added in, like, tomes, quite a few expansion packs back, which are basically generic quests. You go up to a, a book that's just in the area, and you're like, kill 12 goblins. And then you just go t- kill 12 goblins, and you get, like, a 1,000 experience points. So uh, they've added a lot, a lot of things there. But, like, when it first came out, it was like, okay, you're level 10 now. Now you've got to go across three different zones, uh, all with enemies that are stronger than you. Get on a boat. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you miss the boat and it takes off when you're coming up to it, uh, you're going to have to wait 15 minutes for the boat to come back. (laughs) Not even fucking kidding how many times I've ran up and the boat is departing as I walk up there. And then once you get on the boat, no, no, once you get on the boat, it's another fifteen minutes until you get to the next area.
1: That and, uh supposedly used to be a thing in WoW. Um yeah. they they just turned it into a portal.
0: I think they've I think they might they've done it for a couple of the boats, but not all of the boats in Final Fantasy. Because Um There is a special event that will can sometimes happen on the boat where skeleton, pirate skeletons will come up on the top of the ship. They won't go to the bottom. So if you want to be safe, and you're lower level, you just go to the bottom of the ship, but if you're higher level, you can go to the top of the ship and fight these higher level skeletons, and every once in a while, a notorious monster skeleton pirate will pop up that you can kill and get a cool item from that's really neat, yeah, um but it like it's uh it's annoying because that like if Let's say you're a new adventure and you're like i gotta go I gotta go to Valcro Dunes and I gotta take this fucking boat from Windurst. I gotta go up I like and then you're just like, "Oh, I'm on a boat, I'm looking at things. Why are there these skeletons here that are just <laughs> murdering me and then every once in a while so you can fish on the boat too, and you know most times you fish up fish, but every once in a while you'll fish up a monster that you have to then fight on the boat. <laughs> Like it's it's, yeah it's it's not friendly to it. wa at that time it wasn't friendly to new players, and so like with Final Fantasy XI, it was a slog. Final Fantasy fifteen or fourteen, it's a slog. Final Fantasy fifteen is a slog too, but that's for different reasons. Um, but like wow, yeah, I, I think Wow's a lot easier to just level up now. I think you level up super quickly, but maybe that's maybe that's uh, just
1: with. With the last expansion, uh, Shadowlands, they completely overhauled how leveling works, um, and it's it is exponentially faster than it used to be. Uh, no good in BFA, and, and prior to that, uh, it was an unbelievably slow process, and it wasn't satisfying because basically you'd hit like level. 70 or 80 and then after that you would got nothing there there you were doing nothing but just getting through uh level checks and and nothing else you didn't really get any new abilities uh you you got gear and you unlocked the ability to fight in higher level dungeons
0: well and and so. from what i like so i i this might just be because i you know i played older MMOs that are very very much like Oh hey, boring. you're going to take forever to fucking level up. And you're like, "But what if I don't want to take forever?" They're like, "Too bad, play a different game." Um and when WoW first came out, the old WoW that you complain about was seen as super easy like to level up in when when oh, that yeah. originally yeah. came out. Uh so like Compare WoW to EverQuest or something, the original EverQuest, and it's just like baby mode. And now the original WoW, everyone's just like, oh, like WoW Classic. People are like, it takes forever. It takes so long to level up. So it's funny to see the the switch in mentality over time. Um but that was another thing I wanted to bring up that it's not one of our stories this week, but apparently uh World of Warcraft Classic is getting Burning Crusade. Yep. Are you going to be testing that out?
1: I I haven't decided. I probably won't, but... Yeah. It's weird. I, cause...
0: That's weird to me, because my whole thought with, with, with WoW Classic was
1: it was vanilla WoW. So they are continuing that as well. Okay. It's kind of weird how they're doing it. There will be realms which are Burning Crusade, and there are going to be realms that are just vanilla. And if you move a character to Burning Crusade realm, you can't move it back. But okay. if you stay on a vanilla realm, then it is vanilla forever.
0: Okay. Okay. I I, I, I get that. And I kind of like that. So uh, they're probably going to do the same thing when Wet Wrath of the Lich King. They're going to bring that out in six months to a year on
1: the classic yeah. and do the same thing.
0: And I like now, that.
1: That will probably be when I when I play again. Because yeah, I really I, want to experience that.
0: And I like that. And I think that, even though I never played WoW, so you could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they should stop it there. Because that was like the... That's like the classic expansion pack that everyone really likes, was the Wrath I of the Witch I, King.
1: I, mean, I, I obviously don't have the experience that others do with that. But in my mind, yeah, that's like when when Wrath of the Lich King came out. That was when like I found out that WoW existed. (laughs) I knew I knew about WoW. So many people were talking about it, and so many people were excited about it that I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna look into this."
0: Yeah, I I knew about WoW before then, but I had never never really played it. I played it. My friend had an account when it first came out, and I played it a little bit and i got to like level 17 in a few hours and in order to get to level 17 in final fantasy 11 it took you a while um as i said you had to go and take a fucking boat that took 15 minutes and then you died to skeletons um <laughs> so it took it took a while to level up is what i'm saying and um so i was like i got level 17 this is easy mode Yeah. And I went back to playing Final Fantasy, but uh, anyway. So well, uh, I, you know, I'm, I've been thinking maybe if, if, maybe when Wrath of the Lich King comes out, I'll start a WoW classic character, and we can play together. That would be. I, I've never played. I've never played Wrath of the Lich King or Burning Crusade, so maybe that would be fun. It probably won't yeah. be fun. But no, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could try it out. So. Uh, let's talk about some stories today. Oh, wait. Yeah, I talked about all the games I played. So, yeah. uh, Days Gone. Uh, objectively, the best PlayStation 4 exclusive that there ever was. Um, <laughs> so it's, just, it's not debatable. Best game released on the PlayStation 4, Days Gone. Uh, Interesting
1: that you would have that, that feeling. Huh? Yeah.
0: That totally unbiased opinion. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Days Gone is coming to PC this spring. uh, And it's going to have more. There's going to be more PlayStation ports on the way. Honestly, here's what I'm wondering. And this is 100% honest. I wonder if my name's still going to be in the credits.
1: I don't know why it wouldn't.
0: I I don't know either, but I I was just like, seriously, if my name's not in the credits, I'm going to be mad. Um, (laughs) But yeah, Days Gone comes to PC this spring. Uh, I think that's really neat. Um, I kind of like, you know, Microsoft does that. They're bringing all their games to PC. They're doing it, Microsoft is doing it, like, release day, right? So, like, Halo Infinite is going to be on PC the same day that it's on Xbox. And... PC, or uh, the Sony, is doing this and bringing Days Gone and other games like Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, it's been like two years since Days Gone released. So, I totally get... It's been a couple years. Why not release it? Uh, Get some more money out of it, right? Like, somebody's gonna buy this game, and there's no reason not to make more money. Um, But... A lot of people are mad about it. I was reading if you click on if if you scroll down and see the the Ben Studios hashtag DaysGone and it says surprise, Days Gone comes to PC this spring. Stay tuned for more details. If you look at the comments, people are furious about this.
1: Super mad. Why isn't it getting a free remaster on PS5?
0: That's not it. That's not even what they're saying. Uh, no, I mean
1: that—that that is that is a thing. That's
0: all oh, right. oh, is it. Uh, bad yeah. surprise. PlayStation games going to PC. The PlayStation starts to lose relevance unless people want to buy the PlayStation, and the games on PC sell much less than the PlayStation. You know what they do though? They still sell, and yeah, uh, they like. Let's say that the PlayStation version gets five million copies, and the PC version gets a million copies. That's still a million copies more. St- that they're selling and honestly porting to pc isn't that hard considering pcs are generally more powerful than the playstation 4 or playstation 4 pro so i i think it's a good idea uh what are your thoughts
1: on it i mean this is only a good thing it's yeah it, 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 it like i i think it's interesting because Sony has always been the company that's like, no, nope, our games are our. G- uh, we need more exclusives, but uh, I guess for some reason they're uh, they're really into trying to trying to spread things out, which like really it, it only makes sense to like if you do really want to sell consoles. Yeah, okay, you you leave it as a PS5 exclusive for like a year or whatever. And then it, it only makes sense to then put out a PC port after that for all the people who are like, no, I'm not buying a fucking console, get out of here. Because otherwise you just lose that sale. Yeah, well, and okay, let's look at it this way. Horizon
0: Zero Dawn, that's a console seller, right? Like that was a very pretty game, Uh, a very unique game even the, even the open world aspect like i could see people being like i really want to play that game i'm gonna lay down enough money at, to buy a playstation 4 because i'm gonna spend a couple hundred dollars on a playstation 4 it has other games i want but i really want to play horizon zero dawn i was joking about days gone being the best game on the ps4 obviously is days gone a console seller?
1: I don't think so. It, it, it was certainly marketed as one, but yeah, I agree. I don't think it, it definitely wasn't like it. It wasn't revolutionary or or particularly it's, impressive, from my understanding either. Like outside was, of the zombie thing, like yeah, the, yeah, the horde thing, like yeah.
0: So, so Days Gone is technically an impressive game. Uh, the storyline is a little bland. And the, but the graphics are good. The graphics are really good. The, the horde that they have following you with upwards of five or 600, uh, freakers following you at one time, like that's really impressive. There is a little bit of slowdown when like they're all on screen and stuff, but the fact that they even got that running on the PlayStation four, the base PlayStation four, super impressive uh the the devel- i know the developer who worked specifically on that mechanic um and he's way too humble for his own good uh the fact that like i'd be like good job and he's like it's a team effort and everyone's like no it's not it's it's you you're the only person who knows what's going on here uh so it's it's but it's not a console seller like it's if you already have a PlayStation 4 and you're like man this zombie game looks cool. You're gonna buy it, but you're not gonna look at that game and be like, "I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna buy a PS4 or a PS5 just to play that game." So I think this coming to PC is a good thing. Apparently, there's other console exclusives that are also gonna come to PC. Uh, yeah, this which is does really cool. seem
1: this does seem like like another step in the direction of Sony is just putting all of their first party games on on Steam, which is really cool uh we we saw with uh horizon zero dawn coming to pc like that was a pretty big deal uh death stranding was exclusive to playstation for a while and now it's on steam i really really appreciate that it's that they're on steam and they're not going to like the epic game store or whatever like uh it, it's exciting i hope that i hope that we eventually see like ratchet and clank on PC natively. Be amazing,
0: yeah. right? Especially like I guess that new game looks really good. I haven't, I haven't played it at all. I,
1: I'm not really. Yeah, I, 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 I've seen trailers and and the technical demonstration of like, oh look how fast our loading times are and all that. But, uh, Russian Clank's just a good franchise. Um, so I you mean, know, I know it's it's going to be decent, but like, it's just the idea of having these these trademark Sony, uh sony products on pc is like it's really exciting because yeah. it means that i don't have to buy a ps5 just to play those games which like ps4 didn't really get a whole lot of use over its lifespan so uh yeah if i can avoid that that would be nice uh, and some people are speculating god of war is probably going to be up on the list god of war and uh, uncharted
0: now, God of War—that's a—that I think is that's another one that's a console seller, and I would probably buy it for the PC. Like that—that that looks like a good game. Uh, God if, of War. If God
1: of War the the, the, P, the PS4 game came out on PC, yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah. definitely buy that. Uh, and then there's there's another game
0: uh, like the Uncharted series. I I could see them possibly porting that over. That would be that would be a good a good one. Um. What was that uh Sony All Stars? The the fighting oh, game? Yeah, yeah. PlayStation
1: All Stars Battle Royale. Yeah, let's yeah. go ahead and get a PC port of that going. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm sure that that's gonna that's, that'll sell real good. Uh and remember, I'm when you watched the the what happened on that, right?
0: Yeah, I actually so I actually uh when I was working there, one oh, of the yeah. I one of the IT people uh that he they, they he was based in California. And they came up to help us with moving uh, the servers from one building to another. And I was speaking with this guy. I'm not going to name names. Uh, but I was speaking to the IT guy. He's like, yeah, that's where I worked with the PlayStation All-Stars. And then after that company folded, they, they shipped him off to uh, – Cal- they they offered him a job in California, so he took that one. Uh, so, yeah, like I, I know a little bit about it, but I also saw the what happened on it as well. Um. What were
1: you gonna bring up? Oh no, no, I was, I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I guess you would have possibly <laughs> talked to somebody who worked on that. Cause, yeah, like, they did.
0: <laughs> just, a, just a little bit, just, just a little bit. You know, one thing I do not understand is like certain games not coming to PC when you think they would, like the EA or the UFC games, right? Why are yeah. none of those? Like I actually like the UFC games. I hate UFC. But I actually like like I like the the gameplay of the UFC games, and none of them are on PC.
1: Well makes zero sense. Did they did they make any this generation? Yeah. They just released one. Oh really? I I like so totally tune out all sports game releases that I guess I just completely forgot. Uh, uh, cause I like I was gonna say I thought that like because they they were really big whenever like the 360 and PS3 were with yeah. the thing yeah so uh, they're and they're... porting games to PC in that generation was a lot more of a pain in the ass. They're good games. Um,
0: I like obviously I don't play football or anything like that. Uh, or or soccer or fucking bag mitten. I don't know what sports games they have anymore. But like. Specifically I like wrestling games and UFC games. They're just, they're just like fighting games, so they're fun. Um but yeah, EA Sports UFC four, August 14th,
1: 2020. So huh. and that's came not... out recently. Man, I I really would, especially with the recent push for like EA play and all that. I would expect there to be a PC port. That is surprising. Maybe yeah. they uh Oh, maybe there there's ha there has to be some reason why. Maybe it's a licensing issue. It's either licensing or
0: my thought is maybe the online they don't want to manage that. And like with with an Xbox just... or a PlayStation, it's a lot easier to just like they have their own lockdown stuff. With if you bring it to PC, you probably have to manage that a lot more than
1: you would with a console. Uh on steam uh you just integrate steamworks in and like that does all the matchmaking and stuff like uh, and you have to run your own dedicated servers on consoles anyway so like yeah i don't yeah. if anything if anything just fucking build some shitty like peer-to-peer matchmaking system and be done with it like yeah I at least know. make the money I don't know, whatever. I know, I know. We're, right? not, it's... we're not EA. They, they've they run loss a- analytics on on that scenario and have decided that it's not going to be profitable enough to be worth it. Yeah, that, that is correct.
0: So uh, let's move on from this subject, <laughs> and we're going to talk about something very sad. Now, from what I understand, you probably don't have one of these near you. Uh, I don't either. Fry's is now closing down. Fry's Electronics is closing all locations nationwide.
1: This is depressing.
0: It really is. Now, from what I understand, they only had, um, they only had Fry's stores in California, Texas, Arizona, Georgia, Illinois, Indiana, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington. So you did have one near you. Uh, it was
1: probably up by chi Town.
0: Yeah, pro- I would imagine it's near Chicago. Um. Yeah. But that sucks. So I I'm very sad cuz like I don't go to Fry's often cuz it was in it was in Portland, so it's about 3 hours away from me. But if I honestly like I had a motherboard that went out and I was like, "Man, I do not want to wait for Amazon to deliver it." So I drove to Fry's because that was the nearest place that would sell the motherboard that I needed because yeah. even the, even the computer shops here near me, none of them, none of them had motherboards in stock. So I had to drive to Fry's to get a motherboard or I had to order it on Amazon. So I've done that before. And I I'm sad because now that doesn't exist anymore. And, and it's, it's closing down they were already starting to lose market share because of Amazon and online shopping with like Best Buy and stuff and so they ended up shutting down quicker than they probably would have before because of the pandemic and it's just it's impossible right now right to 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 do anything in in stores because there's a giant pandemic happening uh it did say that there if if you had a computer that was in there for repair you should probably call and make an appointment to get it picked up <laughs> i don't know if they're actually going to finish the repairs i would imagine not
1: uh i don't know it uh, this doesn't really give any details on like uh when they're going to do it they they've just said that they are closing so i I would imagine that they'll send out like notifications to everyone of like hey uh come pick your shit up this is the last day to do it and all that it'll depend from location to location i'm sure
0: i wonder what they're doing with
1: all the inventory yeah what about all the shit that like nobody ever picks up yeah oh man i'd love to be a fry's employee for (laughs) that week
0: Yeah, just call up call up your local fries and be like, hey, can I can I be your last employee? You don't have to pay me. Just let me <laughs> hey, steal a bunch of stuff.
1: Like uh whenever Radio Shack closed down, um, a lot of the Radio Shack employees uh were like, Yeah, I mean we at least got first dibs on all of the remaining inventory and like hell it you could get those fucking parts drawers for like a hundred and twenty bucks. Those yeah, nice ass parts drawers. Like Yeah.
0: Hey, um yeah. same thing with same same thing with Blockbuster. Cause we Oregon kinda had the last blockbusters. We we now do have the last blockbuster, which I still find hilarious that it's like half an hour away from me. So uh we but before that, like a couple years ago, they had one in Redmond that was closing down. Redmond, Oregon. And I went there during like its last weekend and they had just a bunch of games and stuff for like five bucks. So I ended up, I I went there a little too late because a lot of the inventory was already taken up, but there were some movies and stuff that I picked up on DVD that were still there. And it was just, it was kind of sad to see it go, but now there's just one more, one last blockbuster and it has a Twitter called the last blockbuster which is, you know, <laughs> great. Unfortunately, Fries is shutting down. I do wonder what's going to be happening, uh, when Fries, Fries, I, when Fries. Well, I'm trying to word things right. No, no, I was. <laughs> when Fries, Fries, Fries. fries. Now, Cause... I I am wondering what they're going to be doing with their inventory. Like, will you be able to go in there and get things at super discounted rates, or are they just going to send it back?
1: Uh, it'll almost definitely depend. Um, I would think the major big box items, like I've obviously I've never been into a fries, so I don't know what all they sold Um, with radio shack, all of the smartphones and stuff, they sent those back. Uh, But most everything else, they just liquidated it. And then anything that wasn't sold uh, there, there are companies that will buy your overstock shit. And they just sold it all off to them. But yeah, like I'd imagine that they're going to do similar things here. Uh, although maybe since a lot of their shit was computer components, they could get away with uh, getting those sent back to the manufacturer. But yeah, really hard to say the small parts and stuff, though, like assuming that they sold, you know, like Molex things or like, you know, a little junky shit like that. That stuff's probably going to be thrown in a dumpster.
0: Or so, like sold
1: to an e-cycle place. So are you excited to go dumpster dumpster diving this weekend? I absolutely would do that if there was a fries near me. Like, what if and when Micro Center near me closes? Like, you better believe I'm going to be camping out behind that place and waiting for them to just start throwing shit out because it, it'll happen. Yes. Just and uh, I'll, I'll be there with my buddy who actually does go dumpster diving on a regular basis and finds good shit. I have I'll be a, there I, with him.
0: I knew a friend I had a friend who did that who would go dumpster diving he he called it canning Yeah um, yeah 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 it's not it's a real thing that people really do and you'd be surprised what people throw away and then you can sell on Craigslist for like 20 bucks So yeah, it's pretty wild um, Yeah it's it's awful Um <laughs> let's let's move on to our next story EA it's we, we go from one cancellation to another. EA has cancelled Anthem next.
1: Game development is hard.
0: It really is, but maybe if you didn't give your developer six months to make a game, I don't I don't know. Uh, that's the problem with, with the original release of Anthem was that they the, the trailer that they showed off at one of the E threes was that was just that. It was a trailer. Like, it looked nice. It was in-game, but they kind of whipped it together and they had to basically build a game based around that trailer. And then they realized that what they were doing wasn't working, and, like, six months before the game's release, they, like, scrapped a bunch of stuff and then had to kind of start over. It was terrible. There's a what happened on it as well. And... Now Anthem Next was su- supposed to be like, okay, we're going to make this game good. We're going to do a bunch of updates. It's going to be great. You're going to do a new install, and then the game's actually going to be great, it, like it should have been when it released. And apparently they did a, ca- a cost analyst on that, and we're like, nah, <laughs> it's it's not going to... It's this, this franchise has died
1: already, which I think is... They-
0: is correct
1: yeah like uh, if, even if they even if they wanted to like redo everything and just launch a brand new game that thing would be doa because no anything with anthem in the name is going to be complete toxic yeah a, until like 2025 so it's
0: it's some something i heard from uh, a, a wrestling announce or a, a, a former wrestling producer was you know if you had there, there's a point where if you're really really hot or you're really really like you, like there's a lot of buzz and and everything's going well there's almost nothing you can do wrong so if you if you do something even if it's not that great people will still like it but there's a point where if you are the opposite where you're not really trending You can do almost nothing right. And at that point, if you lose followers, if you lose viewership, if that number, you know, that Nielsen rating or whatever, goes goes from a 5 to a 4, getting those people back is almost impossible. And that's pretty much what happened here, is that people were excited for Anthem. It came out. It was crap. They lost so many people that would have been interested in the game. And at this point, it's going to be almost impossible for them to to bring that back. So I think while it sucks, and you know the people that do still enjoy Anthem were probably looking forward to it, EA probably made the right call. Like, yeah. I, I don't disagree with them saying, eh, let's move on to something else
1: um yeah, it, that that mentality of if you if you lose people it's it's nearly impossible to get them back it carries over in so many different places like it, yeah. it is a very very hard set uh marketing and human psychology concept that's yeah. why like if you if you give give people something taking it away is a is 100 a times more difficult to do without pissing them off as opposed to just denying them in the first place. Like
0: remember uh, it, last pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they, uh, they, they gave you up, they gave your, on the free version, they gave you that fucking uh, computer and mobile. It would sync between the two. And then they're like, Nope, we're going to take away one of those. You get to choose, you get to pick one or the other. And I I want to see how many customers they lost because of that, even just free yeah. free customers, because that's gonna. I don't know if they were ma- like they probably weren't making any money from the free customers, which it would explain why they would do that. But there's got to be some sort of advertise like there's got to be some way you can make money off those free customers, and this wasn't it. That that wasn't it. So. Ah well, let's hope that they, uh, they, they move on and make a better game because Anthem was made by Bioware, and Bioware uh, used to be a really good game studio until EA bought them.
1: Uh, and I think that kind of aligns with what you, what you were saying, is if they aren't careful, like Bioware is already probably losing people in, in terms of marketability, like whenever the mass effect trilogy was on top bioware was like a shining beacon to to most people like if if bioware was making the game it was going to be a good game and i think for a a good number of people now that's not the case anymore and you really don't want to lose that having a having a developer or a brand that you can just throw the name out and everyone will go oh yeah i can't wait Like that's huge in in marketing. So, yeah, EA's prob. EA probably saw that development was not going to go the way that anybody wanted, like EA or Bioware. And they were like, let's just let's just cut our losses. We'll we'll refocus. We'll make the next uh, the next Mass Effect really good. We'll make the next uh, uh, what is it the the old time Dragon Age. Dragon Age. We'll make the next yeah. Dragon Age really good, and we'll move on. So, that, it, it was kind of similar.
0: Uh, I remember we have a mutual friend who is really, really into uh, Shadow of the Colossus and the other game that they made, the second game. Um, uh... The one where you're a kid and you, I, I don't know, hold hands with a girl like that's
1: oh that was the first game that was eco Uh, okay
0: okay so they made eco they made shadow of the colossus and then i remember seeing the trailers for the last guardian and my brain because i never really got into either of those games but my brain was like this game looks bad like i think (laughs) this game is going to not be fun at all but that mutual friend of ours was like, oh my God, this game is, awesome. like, it looks great. Like, the other two games that they released, like, they, they were amazing. Like, they have a really great track record. I'm like, okay, first off, they released two games, neither of which were great. Uh, and I know Shadow of the Colossus is apparently amazing. I didn't enjoy it. but like, yeah. But, like, I played The Last Guardian. It's a bad game. But yeah. that studio still had people uh that were like oh my god this is a great company um and those people like they didn't really lose anybody with with the last guardian from what i understand the people who like those type of games uh they like that game that's if you like those types of games i guess that's the type of game that you like but it wasn't very good but they they haven't got to the point yeah it hasn't got to the point with that studio that it's starting to lose people. Uh but I think Bioware might
1: be there already. Yeah. I yeah. And and for the record, I really liked Eco. I I thought that game was great. I think Shadow of the Colossus is a is a testament in a way. It's like it's a technical marvel and it is a beautiful work of art. But as a game it's frustrating. And not fun, so uh, yeah, I, I do really respect that studio, but that doesn't mean that they make great games, <laughs> kind of yeah. like with Shenmue.
0: <sighs> I really like Shenmue, but have, have you tried to go back and play it? It's uh, <laughs> it's rough, it's, it's so rough to play. Uh, let's move on to our next story. Uh, second to last story Twitter has announced. Something we're gonna move past pretty quickly. Super follows to let you charge your tweets. I'm sorry, charge for tweets. So this is a bad move. Um, (laughs) The payment feature called super follows will allow Twitter users to charge followers and give them access to extra content. That could be bonus tweets, access to a community group, subscription to a newsletter, or a badge indicating your support. In a mock-up screenshot... This sounds
1: really familiar.
0: Yeah. In a mock-up screenshot, Twitter showed an example where a user charges $4.99 per month to receive a series of perks. Twitter sees it as a way to let creators and publishers get paid directly by their fans. This is fucking stupid. This is... Who the... I'm sorry. Like, this makes zero sense to me. I know, I know they're trying to go after like OnlyFans and Patreon and stuff, but this ain't it, bro. I'm not, I'm not paying to see somebody's tweets. Like, and and
1: like, the thing is, is why would anyone in the world want to? Use this whenever Patreon exists or OnlyFans or OnlyFans, like, like, it, like, those really the, are the only two options that anyone really needs. OnlyFans, like, Patreon well, it, with boobs, yeah, <laughs> like, literally, yeah. Uh, and and hell, OnlyFans itself tries to tell everybody, guys, we're not, it's not just for porn, I, I, like, come on, it, we've got people who make things that isn't porn please please uh but like patreon yeah it, it's just the, every fucking youtuber with with over a thousand subscribers has a fucking patreon like yeah. the, there's no way that anyone is ever going to go hey guys uh, so you can go, go on my Twi-. like no uh, obviously twitter is just following a trend and I'm sure that there will be some people who do this. Oh man, but... I
0: cannot, I cannot wait until Ninja joins Twitter, and then six <laughs> months then six months later it gets shut down. It's gonna be great. We like, make another forty million dollars.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. Why Twitter thinks that this is a good idea? Maybe they just don't. Maybe they're like, look. YouTube has a thing where you can join channels. GitHub has a thing where you can give money directly to developers. Uh, Fucking, we got to get our hands in this pot. Okay. So,
0: so do. let's 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 look at it this way. Twitch has the subscriber thing, um, where you can support spe- you can support people, right? Like I I have a couple people I support on on Twitch, uh, and I have yeah. a couple people who support me. It's it's nice i have uh i i don't really i don't do anything on youtube uh with the supporting of other people but but there is the ability to do that on youtube the difference between those two is with twitch it's usually friends of mine and i like their content and theoretically you can get some perk out perks out of it right like uh you can get emotes and, and whatever, but mainly it's just supporting people you like. YouTube, same thing. You're mainly supporting people you like. Sometimes you might get content like a day or two early. Uh same thing with Patreon. Like if you're supporting somebody through Patreon or OnlyFans, you're either getting you're either getting content early, you're getting custom content on OnlyFans. Uh, You're getting exclusive content. Yeah, you're getting exclusive exclusive content. There is zero content that I care about having exclusive on Twitter. Absolutely (laughs) zero content. I am going to be interested and be like, yeah, I'm going to pay $5 a month to watch this Twitter video that 20 seconds in, it's just going to stop working. Or my... Or my fucking Twitter page is going to auto-refresh for some god-awful reason while I'm watching this video. It's it's a terrible idea. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, that's that's just bad. It's I, I don't know how many people are going to sign up for this. I bet you they're going to get one or two big names to sign up for this and be like their figureheads. And then that's it that's that's the only people who are going to be using this feature because nobody is going to subscribe to it not a single person
1: (laughs) anyway don't don't do that i don't i don't i I don't know why they they have any any inkling that this is going to be successful outside of it it probably just didn't take all that much for them to build and it has the potential to be extremely profitable because yep. as we know, everything in the world is now a monthly subscription. So Ugh, yes, it is. Even, even windows
0: is going to become a monthly subscription at some point. Probably. And then we're all going to switch to Linux. Uh, another thing we're going to all be
1: switching to is Gleamish. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I was saying Glymesh in my head, but like I, I don't have any evidence of what it like I uh So
0: so Glymesh GleMesh it apparently is a a new streaming platform that they want to be to be making to be a competitor to, competitor to Twitch. And I I I registered an account. As did I. Guy. Just just because I was like, I'm gonna register an account. Get my name it's up gl- there. It's glimish glimish That is a terrible name.
1: <laughs> it's like a uh, blemish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's G L I M E S H, and it is a terrible name. I'm still saying glemish because that's better. Um. <laughs> But it's 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 a bad name. That's the first thing I thought when I saw that because, see, people, I I looked at it and I saw thought it said Gilgamesh.
1: Yeah, and I was like, oh.
0: uh, and I actually looked up Gilgamesh and I was like, why am I not finding that? And then I had to look up the name in in our chat and be like, oh, it's G- Glimesh, Glimesh. Weird. So it's a bad name. I could have came up with a better name. Uh, I don't know why they chose that name. But that's not everything. Uh, It does have some features that are interesting and I have questions about. So the first thing is profiles. Uh, There's five alpha features that they're going to include, or five alpha boxes that they say, but once more. But anyway, profiles is the first one. It says, start up right away uh, with securing your profile, which we did, and make it yours. With loads of customizable features, you can really edit and bring your profiles to life to help show people who you are and what you're about. Okay second one is streaming, which I would hope they would have that in the streaming platform. Uh, you'll be able to create your stream, go live, and begin growing your communities. Interacting with them uh, will be a whole lot easier with the FTL streaming technology. They will be able to view your stream in real time. And this is confusing to me because FTL is was proprietary to Mixer.
1: So... I is it was it yeah because the thing is, I, like they did um they did do a lot of stuff with open source mixer yeah uh, whenever they were beam so
0: maybe
1: maybe it's open
0: source and maybe. I thought I thought Microsoft bought it but. I thought that's what they were interested in was the FTL tech.
1: Yeah, that that w- yeah, me too. Like I thought this whole time that that was why Microsoft bought Mixer in the first place was they wanted the FTL tech, they wanted the lic- the, the exclusive license. Yeah. But I I don't know now.
0: And if it's open source, ah. if it's open source, then why the hell isn't Facebook Gaming giving you an option to use it? Facebook Gaming uh, Twitch, YouTube, none of them give you the option to use FTL.
1: Like it, I guess it. It probably takes more effort to implement compared to was it RTMP? Yeah, uh, Pro- probably. So...
0: and there's probably some. There are probably downsides because while yes, FTL is really cool and I like the the very minimal delay that you had on it, I can say I've had a lot more stable streams on Twitch compared to mixer
1: like my streams are way mixer way more stable was pretty consistently a fucking mess so yeah. yeah
0: and that might be based on the the ftl technology that they were using so we'll see how how Glimish uh works on this but uh you you can get subscriptions of the third box subscription buttons will be available with payouts and you will not need to meet any viewership requirements for them during early phases this will only be available to limited countries so cool. You're gonna be able to monetize right away, which is pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I filled out the, the form for that because why the hell not?
0: Yeah. Uh live events. Our Glimmish community team will be hosting live events filled with content from all of our various categories. Keep an eye out on our Twitter for now, uh to stay up to date with these. Now the different communities that they have so far or or the different categories that they have so far are gaming art music tech IRL uh education and then that's it i i there's a more button but it it doesn't have any more categories so just gaming art music tech in real life and education so Uh, And then it says, remember that uh, this is just an alpha. We are excited to continue to develop features uh, you expect while still continuing to innovate on brand new ideas. You can check out our alpha roadmap for planned features. And the alpha roadmap has a very, very tiny uh, screenshot. But basically, um, let's take a look and see if I I can get some more information for you there.
1: Uh, oh. pop out video, pop out chat, rating, uh, being able to customize your stream page with like backgrounds and colors and shit. Yeah. Uh, markdown in chat, uh, bringing payouts to more countries, notifications, um, deeper support with, with, uh, Streamlabs and, and other platforms like that. Uh, that's for, that's for phase two. And then phase three, they want to have a mobile app, of course, uh, VODs and clips, um, social media login, uh, Chromecast support, group streaming, a la what Mixer did, and then uh, custom emotes for streamers. Uh, initially at launch, uh, they aren't going to have any kind of uh, like co-streaming or hosting support. They won't have rating immediately, but they do have, they do plan on having that fairly quickly. Uh, like, and I, I, don't know, I don't really see a ton of appeal to that, but apparently it's yeah. a, that's a thing people care about. Uh, but yeah, like it's going to be rough and it's, I'm interested to see how it goes. Cause supposedly this is kind of like the brainchild of just one guy who's really into open source development and streaming.
0: Yeah. So, maximum viable launch. So, the basically, that the, what they plan on having when this fully launches is channel subscriptions, platform subscriptions, moderation, WebSocket API, uh, which will give devs the tools to be, build real-time bots and integrations, uh, limited chat emotes, internationalization. Um, so, it's going to be translated into other languages. And then email notifications. So you know, new followers, subscriptions, stuff like that. So that's what they're planning on having at launch and then going from there. So are um, you actually going to stream on this?
1: I mean, if... Maybe if, like, Restream supports it, I will. Uh, like, the the problem right now is that since it's so early... And it's such a small team, they don't have any support for mobile or, you know, they don't even have Chromecast support yet. So, like, that is kind of a killer because even my friends who do watch me tend to watch me on mobile or on their TV. So, that kind of... I
0: I followed you.
1: Oh, okay. On Glamesh. Glemesh. I don't even, I don't even know how to just go, find you. I just, guess I'll go to the user list and just search for you.
0: Or, oh no, no, just put in Glemesh.tv forward slash read. Oh, okay, it works that way. All yeah, right. yeah. Yep, there it is.
1: Welcome to my profile. I haven't customized it yet, but I can easily do that by clicking my username up in the right-hand corner.
0: Yeah, whatever. Um, so I. <laughs> I don't see this going anywhere, but sure. Why not? Um there is a, I, a day one user guide. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read through this and see if it there's It just anything. tells you how to stream. That's what I was wondering. How the how do I stream on this?
1: It's um, it's just it's built into OBS. Oh, so you geez. just select it as a service.
0: Well, at least they built it. They they were able to get the support
1: to get it built into OBS. Um yeah you you'll be able to use uh, other things like they're going to give you a stream key. Okay. And you'll be able to do it that way. Yeah, cuz I use but,
0: uh I know you use XSplit. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's it's so it's weird to me cuz I look at XSplit and I'm like, wow, this is way more user intuitive than than OBS's. But people who are the opposite way, like they've they've used OBS and they'll switch over to XSplit just to test it out, and they'll be like, "Oh, I don't understand. Why is it so much different and more difficult to use?" And I'm
1: like, "But well, that's called baby duck syndrome."
0: Yeah, yeah, it's OBS because I've I tried both of them around the same time, and yeah, yeah, yeah OBS is way more complicated. It's, it just is. Um,
1: I I mean I don't I don't agree, but I also I just like OBS more as a concept and yeah. I, I think that it has more better features that are, that are just more generally useful, but like that's, it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't as long. Cause it's just, they're just streaming. As platforms. long as
1: you don't use Streamlabs OBS cause fuck them. Um, yeah. Is that why, why fuck them? Cause I just, I don't like that they're they're just taking OBS, putting their own skin over it that looks like shit and making the UI more unintuitive. Like yeah. it, it have you used Streamlabs OBS? Uh, no, no I have not. It's it's disgusting. I hate it. The I only
0: may have used it for a little bit, but the only reason that I would have used it was because I think that Streamlabs OBS was the only one that supported FTL when FTL was in baby mode.
1: Maybe. Uh. Well, there was the there was the, uh, beam fork of OBS that let you do that. Uh. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it like the only appeal that it had uh, whenever I used it was that, ooh, it has your chat like right in there, and you can get all your notifications right in there, but you can just do that in base OBS now, so it doesn't matter. Like, you can just have web frames in OBS to monitor all that shit. Oh,
0: so. oh by the by. Uh, I was just looking this up while you were talking. Will you only be able to stream using FTL, or will there also be a way to do RTMP streams? Currently, you can only stream using clients that are compatible with the FTL streaming protocol, which includes OBS and Slobs. In the future, we are looking at creating an RTMP endpoint for other tools. Interesting, but but XSplit also allows for FTL.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to they're not going to talk about that because the dude really likes open source. So why would he mention XSplit? That's also a lot of like. XSplit's not really that popular.
0: It's not. It's really not. Like, it, I think it's still it's going to be around for a while because quite a few people do use it. But also, it was like the first, like it was out before OBS was.
1: Yeah. O- Obs was created explicitly as a response to XSplit, uh, because the original product thing that that let you capture your monitor as, like, a camera was really, really useful. And then the company behind XSplit stopped developing that so they could make XSplit, and that pissed enough people off to where they made their own competing product.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I like the idea of OBS. I just wish it was more user-friendly. But that's a problem with a lot of open-source things, is that they're really useful... But they're also not as user friendly as some proprietary hardware. No, they're not as pretty. They're not as pretty. Like I, I mean, I like Linux, but you can only get it in command line, right? That's, that's uh, the yeah, only of way. Yeah, yeah. There's no yep. desktop environment for no, any, no. any Linux or Unix distribution. Nope. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that is our show for the day. We uh we'll be back now i'll be back next week i don't know about aroa but i will be back next week aroa might be might be back next week i hope he is because connor might not be here and then just if i'm if i'm
1: not here next week chances are i died so you know let's hope you don't
0: we don't want that thank you for being here aroa yeah no problem you know and uh whatever bye Goodbye.